Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello everyone and welcome to Herbie's Community Cooking Corner for January 14th, 2024. You know, yeah, believe it or not, I actually can talk. Today we are going to make a uh, very interesting recipe that I got from Facebook just actually literally like uh, less than two weeks ago, chocolate fudge cake. So this is one of those that I've actually not made before. So we're all going to learn together what it is like, but uh, that makes it more fun sometimes, I think, just uh, doing that type of thing. So... Unfortunately, this being a working kitchen means that I have to uh, also take care of breakfast and make sure the members in uh, this household are also uh, fed and uh, all that uh, good stuff. So we're going to do that while I'm talking to you. First of all, I want to say hi to everybody who is listening On uh, in addition to the Zoom. We've got to those of you in Clubhouse. We got uh, those of you listening on uh, Media 5. Um, Celeste, uh, my good friend, I don't know if you're uh, listening out there or not, but uh, I'm. you're starting to become a little bit more of a regular listener, so I hope that you are. And if not, well, you know, then I'll just cry or something. I don't know. Um, no, I won't. But uh, anyway, so... This is a two-part recipe. We've got a cake to make and then the uh, frosting. And uh, it promises to be a really uh, chocolatey uh, cake and uh, very good sounding. So, yes, a lot of times what I will do if I come across recipes on Facebook. So this is easiest to do on the phone. Um, There's ways to do it on the computer as well. But one of the things you have under the uh, more option is the uh, save and uh, so i have a collection on my facebook that uh, is actually called food and so i will save recipes there and then i will go back through later on and uh, copy it out and uh, get rid of any extra fluff and all that you know how some of these recipes are that um have extra ads and all that type of thing and uh just have uh, the recipe itself so i've done a couple of recipes like that in this cooking call you may remember the uh, sweet and sour chicken i uh, did last year so uh, that was another example of a recipe that i got from facebook and all that so The recipe, although it has two steps in a way, is uh, pretty straightforward. We've got the cake, which consists of your usual flour, sugar. We're going to need some water, cocoa powder, things like that. And and then for our icing, which I may as well start getting uh, the butter out so it can be softened when I'm ready for it. That'll help. We just need uh, two sticks of butter for that. And... um, a few other things, including some more cocoa powder. And I'm also excited because this is a great opportunity now for me to use up a lot of my cocoa powder that I had stored up that um, so needed to get used. So I am very happy about that. Okay. So first of all, as part of the working kitchen how to deal with a cauliflower now i know we don't want to talk about healthy things like veggies and stuff here but uh, okay i'm going to need a knife i was hoping to sometimes i can use my hands to get these things apart when all else fails we will just get a knife and cut off it that way okay so There you go. But you know what? If you're a working kitchen and uh, you're cooking, you will sometimes have uh, multiple things to deal with. And so that can be an interesting thing there. Okay. Good cauliflower. 
All right. So, with that, I let's actually now take a look at our uh, cake recipe. No, we are not going to have cauliflower in the cake, by the way. That would be completely um, wrong. Though there are cauliflower... Uh, excuse me. I can't talk here today. There are cauliflower crusts that... Uh, is an interesting thing. Eh, my one experience with them, not a big fan, but uh, to be fair, that was only just one experience. So, so we're going to need two cups flour. Like I said, we're also going to need sugar. And um, I don't remember how much sugar off the top of my head, but that's why I've got the recipe on my phone. So I'll be able to look at it and uh, determine how much I need. So let's start with how I access my flour. First of all, I'm actually going to wash my hands and because um, that's a very important step with these things. And then next I'm going to get out a mixing bowl. And uh, Chanel, I don't know if you're on the call or not, but your food's ready. And, um, I'd better go uh, look, because otherwise I might have to go yell out here. Um, but, let's see, give me just one second, guys. Yep, you heard it's ready. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. What is the most important thing to know is your food is ready. Isn't that right, folks? Okay, so as I was saying, we're going to get out a mixing bowl for the first part of this. And, um, by the way, I do apologize. This is not the best microphone that I'm using today but uh, my ears are still they're recovering and uh, I want to be careful what there we go what I put in the so um, it's uh, doesn't sound the greatest but it'll have to do for now and because these are actual headphones that I'm wearing and, uh, yeah, so, okay, let's see. So just taking a look here at text to see if, um, that I was getting to see if any of them are related to the call. All right. And the comment about a tuxedo cake. Um, I don't know. I've never thought of a tuxedo and a cake would be a good idea, but, uh, what do I know? <laughs> okay. So. Ingredients, finally, we can get to the flour. So two cups flour, two cups sugar, and two sticks butter. I should have gotten the uh, sticks out for the butter that much sooner, but that's okay. Um, it'll be able to soften up a little bit. So for this, I'm going to need my favorite two cup measuring cup. And I love this because it has two cups into one making life a lot easier. And um, now we're going to get out my flour, which is, uh, well, I guess we're getting out my sugar first. Now, the first thing to do, because this always gets me in trouble, is to make sure that we're not supposed to do anything like separate our dry ingredients from our wet ingredients. So even though I'm looking at the ingredient list for the recipe here, I'd better take a look at the instructions. All right, yes, indeed. So what we're gonna do is, okay. So first of all, let's start with our oven. We are going to set it for the preheat to 350. So that is our temperature for the oven. So let's actually start with that. So we're going to mix up our flour and our sugar in a bowl. 
And then we're going to do our uh, next ingredients in a saucepan, which is actually nice because it doesn't matter now how melted the butter is or not, because it's going to melt over the heat anyway. So I'm going to take down my sugar. I keep my sugar stored in a container, but uh, I've talked before about the difference between the flour and the uh, sugar packets. They feel the same, but what you can do to tell the difference is how it feels in the package just by using your hands. And flour is going to have a, whoa, a grainier texture. Okay. We actually have too much sugar, and uh, yes, that is a thing. Okay. So I was pouring my sugar into the two-cup measuring cup and instead got way too much in the bowl here. But the good thing is we can take some of the excess sugar out of the bowl, put it into our measuring cup so I know exactly how much I have here. Okay, we're going to set this carefully. Actually, I'm going to set it over on this side, so that way I won't accidentally cause any more accidents. Now we're going to take the remaining sugar and pour it back into the container. Thankfully, the sugar was the first thing I'd used, so the bowl is clean. I mean, we don't mind extra, but there is such a thing as too much extra if you get my Drift. So there was at least, yeah, there was too much there. Okay, so two cups sugar. Um, this recipe is not highly rated, uh, I would say, for its uh, healthiness, by the way. So uh, just to think. Okay. So now that we've done that, let us put the lid back on the container. And let's get out our flour. Okay. So, let's see. Do I have enough in here for two cups? If not, then I've got a brand new bag. Um, you know, it's a, too bad I'm not a father, because then, you know, we could say Papa's got a brand new bag. But, uh, and for you young people there, that's a James Brown reference. So, uh. Oh, yeah, you probably don't know who James Brown is either. Um, he's the one that, you know, said, I feel good, like I knew that I should, and also gave us living in America. Okay, I have just under two cups here. So I'm thinking maybe a little bit more just to be on the safe side. So I've got my flour bag here, and uh, I'm going to open it. So opening these things are... Is a little tricky it can be there's a rolled thing at the top to kind of just unclasp and do that with and then i'm going to pour the flour into the container and by the way this calls for all-purpose flour which is generally what i use anyway so that way my flour work for whatever purpose it's supposed to work for and um, i'm going to put this bag in the container now I'm just going to get my quarter, my, my, you know what, I really should use a different measuring cup for this just so I don't accidentally overdo it. So I'm going to put this cup in the sink. And I need to remember to close my cupboards. So I'm now going to wash up and go looking for my fourth cup. Uh, here it is, because, um, actually, you know what, maybe a half cup might have been better, but that's okay. So, we'll see how well that works. Okay, I'm now going to put the lid back on, put this cup in the sink, and then we're going to actually wash up again because I got flour on my hands with the measuring. And then we will put it back up, and we will combine our flour and sugar mixture. And, um... 
Okay. So I'm going to now put this up. So what we're going to do is in the mixing bowl here is combine our flour and sugar. I'm just going to use a regular spoon. And we are just going to stir, stir, stir. Like a ring of fire. Well, it is a ring because it's a bowl, but well, yeah, anyway. All right, so before I get on to the next part, does anybody have any questions on what I have done so far? No hands are raised yet. All right. Oh, yes, there is now. All right, who have we got? Three oh. Area code 303. Petra. Okay, Petra. Let's see, you're right, Herbie. I'm totally confused. So, so far, all you have done is gotten the flour and sugar and mixed them? Yes. Okay. And then you mentioned getting out a saucepan, and that's where the butter is going to go? Yes, the butter, the water, and the cocoa powder, I think. Let me double-check okay. the recipe, but yes. Very good. Thank you much. You're welcome. Anybody else? Rachel, you can unmute. All right, Rachel. Here. Um, um, my question is, if, if you don't have, like, um, cocoa powder, um, or you know that somebody is allergic um, to the chocolate, can you just use vanilla extract, or does it, it doesn't seem to say here. Um, so... <laughs> Problem. I mean, if you use vanilla extract, it's not going to be a chocolate cake, obviously. So that would be the, I mean, that would be a completely different cake. So um, I don't, I mean, if you're allergic to chocolate, I, I don't know if this is the cake I would make somebody. I would probably pick a, a different one completely. So um, that's something to keep in mind. Um, like coffee and, powder something you know espresso powder instead right you know what i mean you probably could do that um you could probably i know carob is sometimes used as an alternative to chocolate um but i don't know i guess for me personally if somebody was allergic to chocolate i don't know that this is the cake i would actually make for them yeah i would um I, I, it depends on if they like chocolate, if, if, if they're like wanting a chocolate alternative or if they just don't like chocolate cake at all. So I guess it would depend on the person, of course. But, um, you know, I if anybody else has any ideas for Rachel on that, then we can uh, talk about that a little bit later. So, um, but yeah, um, you know, this does call for cocoa powder. Okay. okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, our okay, last hand is Melissa. Melissa. Hi, Herbie. Hello. So, um, how long do you have to bake the cake for? So, the cake is going to be baked for about 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, and how many eggs do you put in there? Um, so we're going to need, let's see, how many eggs? I'm looking here. Two eggs. Oh, okay. So it's two eggs and the flour is uh, one cup of flour? Two cups flour, two cups sugar. Two cups Oh, okay. All right. And All right. what about the what about the water? One cup water. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to remind you, I was going to remind you don't forget to send me the uh, link today. Oh, yes. All right. I will do that. Okay. So, now I'm going to get out a saucepan because we're going to deal with our butter, water, and uh, all that. And so I'll get out a, I don't know if the small saucepan will work, so we'll just use a medium one. So the first thing I've got is my two sticks of butter, which is 
think each stick, the combined, that's a half cup if you're using the tubbed butter. But uh, we're just going to use the sticks today. So I'm going to put unwrap the stick and place it in the saucepan. And um, you can find how to unwrap these things by just uh, finding the crease of the parchment paper that the stick is wrapped in and just unravel it till you uh, get the stick and put stick number two in there. The, so, uh, what? Kirby, um, I might have muted you your second one. So one of you is muted. And I might have did it. Are you, so are you hearing me right now? Uh, nope. Um, okay, so are you hearing me? Uh-oh. Um, this is not good. Okay, folks. We hear you, Herbie. Okay, you do hear me. Okay, good. Because it was saying I'm unmuted. Okay. So, um, very good. Okay, so... Okay, so then you did hear me mention the two sticks of butter. That's good. So the sticks are wrapped up in parchment paper, by the way. So some people like to save the parchment paper, like in their freezer, and uh, use it for greasing purposes. I do use the parchment paper in general. Um, not so much the ones from the butter, but uh, I do use some uh, parchment paper as it keeps things from sticking. Okay, next we need a cup of water. So a cup of water is a measuring cup, of course, not an actual uh, cup. Um, so with that, let us pour the uh, water into the cup, and then we're going to take this into the saucepan and pour that in there. And then I believe... I'll double check my recipe here. I believe we need five tablespoons of cocoa powder. So let's talk about the cocoa powder. It comes in a round container. Of course, it has a very strong odor to it. By itself, it's going to be very bitter. So it's not exactly going to uh, taste the greatest. But uh, when you mix it with sugar, then... Uh, and that's where you get the really good flavor. Um, so I'm not trying to bring up my recipe here. The phone likes to be funny. And, um, okay. Yep, five tablespoons cocoa powder. So, <clears throat> excuse me. What I'm going to do here is get out my tablespoon. Let's see, do I have my... Five, two tablespoon measure. Um, I do. So it'll actually make it more like closer to six tablespoons of cocoa, but I'm not complaining because uh, this is supposed to be a uh, chocolate cake. And um, the more chocolate, the better, I say. So I've taken the lid off the container. The lid, the first time, it will have a plastic foil thing on it. Okay, tablespoon, two tablespoons, another two tablespoons, and I'm going to now get the heat starting. <coughs> and we'll use kind of, I'll gauge as to what is one tablespoon, but it'll have a little bit more there. Okay. So now we're going to let this all melt and then we're going to pour it over the sugar mixture <coughs> okay I am dying over here but uh, that's okay we're going to put the lid back on the cocoa powder and I'm gonna need this cocoa powder again for the frosting and so we will leave it uh, for there um do we have any questions before we move on abraham has hand raised i was wondering when we'd hear from him <laughs> i don't know um so 
a quarter cup measure is equivalent to four tablespoons. So you could have just done a quarter cup in a little bit extra to be. Um, um, and then, do you, have you ever worked with Dutch cocoa powder compared to regular cocoa powder? Um, what about it? Have you ever worked with Dutch cocoa powder? Um, ye- I'm sure I have. I couldn't tell you what the difference is other than it's Dutch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, they say it's more chocolatey, uh, but I've never, I've never tried it, so it's always curious. All okay. right. Yep. Um, I must admit, I do, I've, I've never known really what the difference is, so I have never really looked into it to myself, but that's a very interesting question, and I will have to... Uh, I'm not sure which one I actually get now, so that's a very interesting question. Um, the one I get, though, comes in the... I think this is the Dutch one, and I think that's the one that comes in the round container. I'd actually have to scan it to uh, be sure. So, All right. Thank you, Ibrahim. Uh, and uh, anybody else? Not at this time. All right. So I want to say hi to uh, my friend Chelsea, who is uh, listening uh, to this call today for the first time. So welcome uh, to you and uh, hope you are enjoying the call. So right now I've got my pan sitting on the burner. What we're going to do is let it come to a medium heat and then we're going to bring it to a boil and then pour this over the mixture, the flour and sugar mixture that we did. And then we're going to get to our eggs, buttermilk, and all that. So let's take a look at the rest of our ingredients list while we're waiting for things to uh, come together here. And I can tell, by the way, you're wondering probably, how do I know that uh, things are coming to a boil? Well, I, it's going to make a hissing sound. Well, right now we're not doing a boil, just a medium heat. And then I also am going to use a spoon, and when things start to melt, then I'll be able to start stirring. So that's how I'm going to know. And we're going to use a saucepan for our uh, frosting as well, so... And so we're going to need eggs, buttermilk, baking soda, and vanilla. And then we're going to bake this for 30 minutes, like I said. So uh, let's see, where are we at here? Ah, things are starting to soften up. I can tell just by feeling with my spoon that the stick butter that I placed in the pan earlier is a lot uh, flatter. Still not completely melted, and uh, waiting on that to happen, but we can start stirring, which will help the process a little bit. And I am also kind of using my spoon to kind of break up the butter. I could have broken the stick butter up, which would have helped it melt quicker. But uh, that's extra work, and uh, we're not needing to quite do that. Okay, now that that has melted, we're going to bring it to a boil, like it said to do. And I'm just kind of like stirring it and moving around. I can see that needs a little bit more uh, melting anyway, so the boiling will help make that happen. And uh, let's see here. What else? Okay. So I don't know if you can hear the uh, sizzling sound or not. This is not the best microphone, unfortunately, but It's starting to make a bubbling sound. So now that I've got it on high heat, it's definitely going to bubble. And we don't want to let this boil too much. We just want it to be 
enough. Okay. And I can also tell it's bubbling because now the pan handle is starting to vibrate a little bit as well. And and heat is really good this time of year when uh, it's so frigid outside. Uh, now the hissing has also increased. So I can tell that we are now truly at a boil. So I'm just stirring this a little bit here. All right, so it's bubbling nicely, and now we're going to uh, take it uh, off. Here, I just turned off the burner. And of course, now we are dealing with a hot pan. And uh, But thankfully, this stuff is not the type of thing that wants to splatter. So I'm now going to pour it in the mixing bowl using my right hand to find out where the mixing bowl is, using my left hand to touch the edge of the pan. And uh, let's see. Don't know if it actually says to stir or not. But, uh, really? And now the smoke alarm's unhappy once I'm done cooking. Okay, it does say to mix well. So I'm going to deal with that smoke alarm, and then that we're going to turn on the kitchen fan here. Now, sometimes I just need to remember to do that. But, uh, okay. But I'd rather deal with the smoke alarm after I'm done cooking in a way, because then I don't have to worry about watching when I'm cooking. Could have used the same spoon to uh, stir it. That's okay. So it says to mix well. So that is what I am doing. Oh, I already had a spoon in here. Okay. And I can already tell just by sampling the mixture for a tiny bit that it's going to be a very rich one. But with two cups of sugar, five tablespoons cocoa, uh, you wouldn't expect any different, I don't think. <clears throat> At least I most certainly would not. Okay, do we have any questions on what I've done up to this point? Not at this time. All right. <clears throat> And don't forget, for those of you over in Clubhouse, you can also raise your hands, too, and uh, we will get to your questions as well. So uh, don't be shy if you have any questions. All right. So that, I think, is mixed well enough. I might want to use a wooden spoon to stir this mixture going forward. And um, now we're going to deal with our eggs. And um, with the eggs, how that uh, works here is um, we're going to get two eggs out of uh, for the for the mixture now. In my case, I have plenty of eggs, actually, so we just need the two. And the egg carton, of course, I'm sure you probably all know what the egg carton looks like. It has the uh, little uh, things where the eggs sit. And I think now I can turn off the fan. I'm sure our smoke alarm is going to be happy enough. We'll have to revisit this for the frosting in a little bit. So I'm going to need two eggs, like I said, a, fourth, a half cup buttermilk and a tablespoon of vanilla. I'm sorry, um, 
Unfortunately, with his format, it's, sometimes it's interesting to read it. Okay, a teaspoon of baking soda and a teaspoon of vanilla. So, let's start with our two eggs. Now, if you're not good with cracking eggs, you may want to crack them in a separate bowl just so you don't get any uh, shell into your mixture. I have had a lot of experience cracking eggs, so I don't need to do that myself. I just pound it once on the side of the bowl. The shell starts to break up. I uh, pour it in, and we go on to egg number two. And uh, crack once. Whoa, I think that one started to break up in a weird way. Okay. And that one did start to break up in a bad way, so I had to be very careful with that. Okay. And now I'm going to wash up again before putting the eggs, as I got egg and shell and whatnot on my hands. And we do not want to spread that everywhere. And then I'm going to get out the buttermilk for our next part of the recipe. And let me talk to you all about buttermilk. <clears throat> like milk, it comes in a very similar container, depending on which brand you get. And, um, but the container, the handle is a little bit thinner. So that's how you can tell the difference between buttermilk and regular milk. If you're like me and you just get the half gallon stuff of milk, you don't get, um, now, if you get a full gallon of milk, then your buttermilk's also going to look different again, too. But the handle is, I don't know how to describe, yeah, it kind of looks, <clears throat> it's just a little bit thinner. But, uh, okay, now I'm going to get out my half cup measuring cup. And, of course, I also put the eggs up. Um, you don't want to leave them out indefinitely um but let's see here where did my half cup go okay Looks like, okay, I've got my third cup, yay. So when my cups go disappearing, it's now time to put them in order. I will use my non-braille set as I seem to know where all those are at the moment. Okay. Nope, and both my braille and non-braille sets I am missing my half cup okay that is rather interesting so we'll just use a quarter cup and do two of those instead so let us now find where i put the buttermilk okay um maybe i actually put it over here on this counter i did okay so I set it down when I was looking for my measuring stuff on the counter I was using. So I'm going to pour a half cup in there. And it's a little bit thicker than the regular milk. It being a buttermilk and all that. So... I'm going to put that back in the fridge. And now we need our uh, baking soda. And we need a teaspoon of that. And then a teaspoon of vanilla. And then we are going to combine this and get her into a 9 by 13 pan. So. Let's see here. Do I get to find my teaspoons at least? 
Um, that's a bit too small for my teaspoon. So the teaspoon is usually easy enough to tell from the tablespoon because it's smaller, but it's not too small. Ah, there's my teaspoon. Actually, that's not quite a full teaspoon. Okay. So, unfortunately, in this kitchen, things have a nasty habit of running away from me. I cannot imagine why they would do such a thing. Can you? And, um... We're going to... There's my one tablespoon. Okay. That's nice. All right. So I guess we'll just have to guess at my uh, tablespoon measurement, which we might have a little bit of a fluffier cake than uh, what is called for, but uh, that's okay. Um, we're not going to quite use a full tablespoon. I'm just going to guess what a teaspoon would look like within the tablespoon and call it good. And That's all we'll do. It's um, trying to kind of just a best guess. I don't really have an exact scientific method, method for that other than that you don't want the tablespoon completely full. You want it like a third of the way full. And finally, yes, we do uh, need vanilla for this uh, recipe. And of course, when I'm making meatloaf, I can easily find my vanilla. No problems whatsoever. And actually, I'm able to find my vanilla today. Yay. So it calls for a teaspoon. I'll just do a generous amount and call it good. And um, now we're going to find our wooden spoon for measuring after I wash up again. And now I will stir um, as soon as this thing will close. Thank you. And I'm using a wooden spoon just because It'll get me a bit better traction. I don't always like these, but this is a very stiff mixture. You don't need a mixer, but you do want to make sure you can get a good grip on this. So yeah, this is going to be a very rich chocolate cake. Um, Definitely not something you want to give to people who are allergic to chocolate. Unfortunately, I am not a health expert. That's where I really miss uh, Tori, as uh, she was really good with that type of thing. But um, a little piece of shell actually did get in there. Okay, I caught that. So now it's kind of become like a liquid, like a very stiff, liquidy type batter. And I think that'll do it from the uh, stirring side of things. And then this does call for a greased pan. So that's what we're going to do here. And then while our cake is baking, we're going to make 
the uh, frosting. So yeah, guys, you know, it's glad to know that from ACB Presents, a lot of you are coming, because if I'd have uh, known you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. Oh, I am baking a cake. But, um... You all will have to come here if you want to try it, so... Might have been fine to use parchment paper for this, I don't know. Um... But we'll just use some Pam instead. And I'm going to spread now the cake batter in the Pam. So for this, I, it's easiest to use my hands. And so I'm going to make sure that they are clean for that purpose. So... Um, and I think, by the way, somebody asked where I, you know, I mentioned I get this, got this from Facebook. I want to say the exact Facebook page I got this from is called Tasty Recipes. So, um, if you're wanting to find uh, more recipes like this and uh, other ones, that can be a great resource. So... And it was one that uh, somebody else had posted, but uh, yeah, TC Recipes is where I want to say this one originated from. And uh, yeah, I get my recipes from all over. So... Just got a lot of uh, batter here. I'm getting off of the side of the... Uh, bowl and I can tell that it's now evenly not quite evenly spread actually so let's do that there's some parts in the corners that uh, need a little bit of attention okay I'm going to wash up again because I've got cake batter on my hands and uh, I want to make sure that I don't get any on the side of the pan if I can help it when putting this in the oven. So I'm now opening the oven and yes, I'm facing the heat dead on and putting the pan in. Hey Google! Set timer for 30 minutes. All right. So, before we get to the frosting, first of all, are there any questions so far? Yes, Petra has a question. Hand is up. All right, Petra. Kirby, I may have missed the step. After you combine the eggs with the uh, the buttermilk, or yeah, the buttermilk and uh, baking soda and all that, did you stir those together before you added them to the other mixture? No, I stirred it all okay. into the mixture. Yep. Okay. So after you poured the hot liquid into the mixture, then you did the the eggs and the buttermilk and so forth, and then stirred that all together. Yes. Hey, and the oven you preheated to, was it 250 350. or 350? 350. 350. Perfect. Perfect. All right. And how did your meatloaf turn out last week? The meatloaf turned out so well that I've been asked to make it again. <laughs> oh, good, because I haven't made it yet, but I'm dying to. I'm off on a ski trip next week, so I'll do it when I get back. All right. Very good. Well, let me know how it turns out when you do make it. Okay, do we have anybody else? No. All right, so... Uh, we just got one. All right. Abraham? Uh, um, I, I think I must have set the timer. Yep, I did set the timer for 30 minutes. Okay. Yep. All right. 
Anybody else? No. Nope. Okay, so... And it's Tentel. All right, so... First of all, I want to say um, goodbye to those of you listening on Media 5. You'll be losing me in about 10 minutes. But uh, stay tuned to your devices, because we got Unmute Presents coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. And then the Helpful Hints with Homophones is going to be at uh, 3. You know, it's... Uh, they should spell homophones, you know, F-O-N-E, just so that homophone could be a homophone with phone. But, uh, um, you know, they, they don't ask me my opinion on these things, of course. But uh, anyway... So uh, we got that. I and then I don't know if we have any more programming on Media Five. We do, of course, have a lot more happening though on the Zoom and Clubhouse. So if you want to switch to one of those to hear the remainder of the call, including the frosting that I'm about to do, then you might want to head on over though to uh, over there to uh, do so, and uh, just uh, go to Clubhouse and. Uh, look for the ACB club and you'll see it uh, there. And um, in Zoom, if you have the community emails, then you will have the link. If not, you'll have to phone a friend and uh, they will get it to you or try phoning me real quick while texting me. And um, you can hop on Zoom. But to make sure that you actually don't miss anything, well, unfortunately, some people are with the groups IO being a little bit uh, interesting. But uh, you can always send an email to community at acb.org and say, please, please, please add me to the community list of calls. Just include your name and your email address. That's all that's necessary. No credit card, no phone number, no nothing like that. And they will add you to the list. And um, by the way, for those of you, if you're struggling to uh, get emails right now, you can always call the phone number at, uh, oh, what is it, 800-442-8666, I think. Uh, you know, I, I never memorized the phone number. But anyway, that has the 424. community. 424. 424, okay, yes. So 800-424-8666. And there you will find the community schedule on there. It will not have get on board with us that way. So I uh, just wanted to mention that as a resource. Also, we do have the ACB Cooks list where you get notified ahead of time of what I'm going to be making and things like that. So when you subscribe to the community list, you can also ask to be added to the Cooks list as well. Or uh, if you're already part of the community list and you want to be added to the Cooks list, just make sure, again, you do the process of your name and email address to community at acb.org and they will get you squared away. Also, if you look through the daily email, you will find things like the link to Herbie's Cooking Corner on YouTube, where I did upload last week's uh, meatloaf call. So I now have two up there. I'm going to start adding in some more later on this week. So I've got a very impressive backlog to uh, get to, including potato salad. Oh, yes, a lovely uh, thing for the winter time, I know, but uh, we'll get that. And uh, we've got a whole lot more for you to uh, access. So, again, those are audio only, no video, but uh, you can get many of these calls. And, of course, on ACB Media, they are also podcasted as well. So you've got different outlets that you can pursue to access the cooking call. And finally, also, which I do include these on my YouTube link, there is the Dropbox folder that I have that you can access, and that will allow you to get text copies of most of the recipes that I've done on here. And yes, this one will be included after the call. I don't include them beforehand, so uh, yeah. Um... So that's what I've got for you all. Okay, before we go to our icing, do we have any questions? Yes. yes. Rabbi? Is that his name? I might be saying that wrong. Sorry. Oh, I think you think of Rahil. Oh, sorry. 
Rahil, you can unmute. <laughs> yeah, good good morning, Herbie. How you doing? I'm doing good. You have mentioned the uh, Dropbox, but they want me to buy some more space so I can't really access the Dropbox folder. So is there um is there another way like so the link is a public link. It shouldn't deny you access because it's a just it should just let you view the folder without actually um, because it's not because it's just a link to the you can choose to add it to your folder if you want, but the link itself is just a uh, public link that it, it's a link it's a public link that can be viewed by anybody. So that should not affect your actual Dropbox. If it does, if it, if it is actually giving you that, then I will have to try something different. But um, I made the link a uh, public one, so that way anybody could access it, regardless of whether you have Dropbox or not. Mm -hmm. And fudge cake. Um, so you you put it in the oven for 30 minutes, right? Yes. And then how would I go about finding... Um, uh, buttered milk that we would need if we're at Walmart. Buttermilk. Well, you just um, search for buttermilk, and uh, it'll be in the dairy section. Um, yes, I have had some courtesy clerks struggle to find it sometimes in the past, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just called buttermilk, and um, that's what you look for when you go to the you know, Walmart and tour any grocery store in your dairy section. Yeah, or Sam's Club. Or Sam's Club, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Herbie. You're welcome. Abraham has a hand raised. Um, if you struggle to find buttermilk, you can make an alternative by um using a cup of milk and one tablespoon of lemon juice or vinegar. Um then you mix it up, wait five minutes, and that thickened mixture can be used in place of buttermilk. Where did Herbie go? Herbie, you're um, muted. Okay, let's try this. There you go. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Ibrahim. Yes, I remember us talking about that a couple of weeks ago on how to make buttermilk if you can't find it. And uh, so, yeah, I was just thinking about that, actually. So, um, very good. Okay. Anybody else? Not at this time. All right. So, why don't we take a look at our frosting? And does it indicate Hello? Yep. Yes, um, good morning. It's Angela. I am here. I'm sorry to interrupt. All right. Well, welcome, Angela. Glad you were here. Did you have a question or were you just saying hi? I was just saying I was here. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. And um, very good. Okay, so you know, I don't. We're gonna probably make the icing a little bit towards the end of the cake baking here, just because, like, we want to pour it over the hot cake. But we're not gonna wait too long. And um, if everybody can check their uh, mute, that'll be good. And um, so for the fudge icing, we need one stick butter. Four tablespoons milk, four tablespoons cocoa powder, 16 ounces uh, powdered sugar, a teaspoon of vanilla, and the one thing I did not get was the chopped pecans, but it calls for a cup of those, and I had completely forgotten about that. So... As you can imagine, this is going to be a very rich frosting. So, I'm going to get out a different saucepan for this. And um, we're going to get our butter. And what we're going to do is melt 
the butter, milk, and cocoa. And uh, this time it's butter and milk, not buttermilk.